On this edition of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast, we throw the spotlight back on two Alberta baseball community pillars who were recognized for their contributions and dedication earlier this summer. Welcome to episode 57 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. The baseball community in our province would not be what it is without the amazing work done by so many, from the players and coaches to the staff members, parents and volunteers, whether it's playing and giving advice on the field to slinging hot dogs and 50-50 tickets off the field, the work does not go unnoticed. And in some cases, it leads to a lasting legacy. In this edition of the podcast, we meet two people who've become the namesakes for facilities in their respective communities. We start things off in St. Albert. Back in July, the annual Blue Jays Super Camp made a stop at Legion Memorial Park. Crews had been working hard to put together the new St. Albert Minor Baseball Association Fieldhouse, which was the benefactor of numerous grants and community help, including the Field of Dreams grant through the Jays Care Foundation. And as they unveiled that, it sported the name Miller Fieldhouse after Curtis Miller, an honor for the five-term and already decorated Samba president who told St. Albert today that he, quote, cried like a big baby. No crying in our chat, but certainly a lot of smiles as Miller took a look back at the recognition. Curtis, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. How is it that a guy who eats, breathes, and sleeps baseball in St. Albert had no idea he would be getting an honor like this? Well, I think it uh, it has a lot to say about the group that we have. So I... uh, I've been very fortunate to surround myself with some pretty awesome people and they do a ton of work that, uh, you know, that whole, that whole association isn't just done by, by one guy. It's, uh, there's, there's a really strong group of people that just have that, that care factor. They, they have no problems whenever they need to step up or, um, anything that the kids need, they're there. So. Take us back to that day back in August where you're having this Blue Jays Academy camp. Everything is going the way that you're kind of expecting it to. And then all of a sudden it's, hey, we're making some special presentation here. It was uh, it was pretty surreal, to be honest, you know, with the Jays being there. And then um, because the Jays were there, we had our challenger kids there and that group of kids is unreal we uh we started that program three years ago and uh having those kids there and then um my midget triple a guys my 18u guys were in the stands um so that made it even more special um you know and my dad who uh coached me all the way through samba he took over the grounds crew a couple years ago um i was doing okay until i saw a tear come down his cheek and then i kind of (laughs) <laughs> I lost it, but it took like it didn't really sink in it was it was an amazing day it was it was fun i was beyond honored by what the association did and uh like i said it didn't sink in until about a month later we're driving down that driveway and my little guy goes dad our name is on that building and i was like oh man <laughs> that's pretty awesome 
What does it mean to you now that you're able to look back a little bit and you get the, I'll call it the emotion out of it, you're able to, to take a look back at it with that 2020 hindsight? It's, uh, I mean, it means the world to me, to be honest. Like, I, I love that, that place, that Legion Memorial ballpark, and just the feeling you're, you're sitting on the, on the deck there and all four fields are going, and it's just it's jammed with people. And, you know, there's been so many good people that have, you know, built that place. We got to meet with the first three presidents of Samba. And for Bert Lebuick, he was the second president ever at Samba. He was there at the ceremony. And uh, just he, he said how proud he was of me. And that, I mean, that hit me pretty hard to know a guy that, that battled his butt off to get that, that land and build those fields saying something like that. And then... You know, it's it's awesome, man. It's just, it's one of a kind place down there. So to have that building named after me and my family, it I can't even express how much it means. When you look back on it and you go back to your, your initial days in ball, what is it that made you keep wanting to come back and keep wanting to be a part of the, the baseball community in St. Albert? It was cool. Like, we moved here from Peace River in 1990. And I started with uh, with the PV AAA team here at Samba. And it was almost like, you know, like that was a pretty important age when, you know, I'm moving from all my friends. And I got here and my teammates were awesome. They, they treated me like I was part of the family from day one. And it, it's just that feeling you get down there. Like it, it's a big family. It's a huge group that just cares. And the amount of pride that they take in everything that they do, um, I had, I was very fortunate. Like to, I look back and see the volunteer coaches that we had. These weren't just regular everyday guys. These were the top coaches in Alberta that are volunteering their time. Um, it, it's, it's surreal to think about. And I don't know. I just I watch my parents, my mom working fifty bingos to fundraise. To, to pave that driveway and my dad down there coaching me and my brother every day. And my mom helped organize nationals for us when I was in Bantam. And uh, just to see the amount of work that goes into it, you don't appreciate it fully as a kid. And then I thought, you know what, it's time to give back. And I, I, uh, I joined the board as senior advisor under Ed Awaziak. And I saw some of the things that they were trying to accomplish and uh, we added a few really good members. Um, it, it, it's awesome. It's just the amount of work that goes into everything. And these people just, they're selfless. They just give and give and give. And we have a really good parent group and player group that appreciate it. Um, they say thank you. They, you know, they come up and they shake my hand or, you know, everyone's got a smile on their face. Sure, not 100% of the membership's always uh, <laughs> always happy with the decisions we make, but I would say a strong 95% is, and that's pretty awesome. Why baseball? I don't know. It's, uh, it, it hit me at a young age. I, I quit hockey after Bantam, and uh, it was just it was that feeling. You, you know, you run out onto the field. They got, they got some tunes playing, and, you know, you're – you're surrounded by these big trees down at Legion and yeah. all my friends. Now I, I look back and all my friends are through baseball, every single one of them, like lifelong friends. Like 
it's uh i don't know the com the camaraderie of it the uh how the game is changing all the time um i don't know i just i love the game so much and watching these kids succeed like we've we've been really lucky we have some really good rep teams and even just watching you know we go around to the house league tournaments and my little guy plays in a rookie with the pitching machine and watching these kids like we we don't keep a scoreboard or anything but they know the score like mm. they, they they always know what's going on and just watching them have fun and watching a kid hit a baseball for the first time that's pretty awesome that's had to have been a pretty amazing um, transition, I suppose, is going from the player to being somebody who's been involved to, in it to now being the dad and the person involved in the game as well. And What's that kind of transition been like for you? You know, it's, uh, it's crazy to think about. We, uh, we're, look, we're just starting a new winter program, so a program that runs from now until the end of April. And... Uh, we were we sat down and we were looking at writing a bio and it was it was pretty crazy to see how many years that Samba gave me and uh and then to write what we've accomplished as a board um in the last few years the the transition it's like you, you could make a movie out of it it's 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 pretty cool to see down on paper for sure when you look back on all your years involved in baseball in St. Albert, any memories in particular stick out for you? Um, I remember, I mean, I, I, have, I have some really cool experiences. I got to play with Jerome McGinla um, in my, my last year at Bantam and my first year at Midget. And that really, he had a group of guys, uh, Bill Russell, Doug Strobel, um, just some really hard-nosed guys who, you know, the game was meaner back then where you're taking out second baseman and shortstop <laughs> sliding in there. And, you know, these guys were, they were just hard-nosed ball players, And I'll never forget those days for sure. It was, it was a lot of fun. As somebody who's now kind of overlooking things, is uh, anything really stick out to you over the last few years has really sort of helped define what has led to even uh, what happened in August? Just our group. Um like this, this board that we have, they're, they're honestly, I, I couldn't, I can't say enough about them. They're just selfless. And, you know, I, I get a lot of credit for work that we do as a group. And I, I make sure that I thank those people, but you know, we just, we have this amazing group of people who just don't stop. Like they get off work, they, they come down to the ball field. One's working on writing grants and the other one's working on fixing something out in the garage and you know it's this group of people we have it's it's they've changed that whole that whole style down there we we just put you know close to four hundred thousand dollars into that facility and you know it's my dad's out there 12 14 hours a day and uh it's it's just awesome down there Talk a little bit about what's next in your eyes for Samba, because you guys are always kind of moving the ball forward. You're always trying to make things uh, a little better, a little different. Yeah, we uh, we're we're trying to get our indoor facility finished um, and uh, get that going, especially now with this winter program and giving kids the opportunity to train all winter. Um, that's been it's been a lot of work, but it, like I said. The, the group of kids that we have, 
they just want to come out and you know they want to learn they're they're paying attention they're busting their butt on the field um so this this program we've really invested in and we're, we're hoping to to build that every year um it seems in alberta right now a lot of the longtime coaches are stepping back like we uh we we lost Cam Houston this year. He's he's been with with Samba for 12 years. Our midget AAA coach, and in my opinion, the best coach around. The guy was unreal, and uh, it, it's really forced us to look at developing more coaches and you know develop from within. You look at the guys that have graduated from Samba in the last. I mean, in the last two years alone, we we graduated a just a talented awesome group of guys but and you start looking at three four five six years then the names that have gone through there and guys that have had success at the college level and even a couple guys getting drafted you start developing these guys as coaches and you watch them kind of start their their coaching path it's uh it's it's pretty awesome to see final question for you here when you look at that sign outside that field house and you see that family name there, what goes through your mind? Uh, well, definitely a big smile on my face. Um, I'm, I'm not too sure how to, how to describe it. I mean, it stands out. It's this big, awesome blue building and you see the, the white Miller on there and then the giant Cardinal sign. It, it just, it looks so cool when you're driving down there and you think, Man, this is awesome. Like, this just, this is, this is so awesome. Unbelievable story. Well, congratulations, Curtis, on the honor. And most of all, congratulations on all that you've accomplished with Samba. And thanks so much for sharing your story here on the podcast. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you, guys. Thanks for everything. It was also a summer to remember for Glenn Hansen. At the end of August, the Foothills Major Baseball Association held its 40th birthday celebration. But it turned out to be much more than that, as the FMBA surprised one of its original members by renaming Airways Park in Hansen's honour. The enshrined plaque reads, In part, your years of support and tireless effort have helped to ensure the success of our league for years to come going on to say, quote, the name of this field represents your commitment to our league, your legacy and impact to baseball in Calgary, and your love of the game. And as it turns out, he has no plans on slowing down. Glenn, thanks so much for joining us on the podcast. Okay, thank you for having me. Let's go back to the end of August here, and there's this special ceremony that's held. Did you have any idea that you were going to be the center of attention for that? Uh, no, uh, all the guys told me is that it's uh, the league's 40th anniversary and you have to make a speech. So did you have a speech ready to go? Well, yeah, uh, kind of. I, I just told the story of the of the league and like I, I'm an original and how it started and who built the park and that kind of stuff. That was That was the essence of uh, my talk there. And then all of a sudden they give you this plaque and they say this park is going to be named after the one and only Glenn Hansen. What did that mean to you? Well, I was uh, very surprised and very honored. And I uh, uh, I don't know what to say. Like, you know, there's a lot of guys that helped uh, with the park, with the league. But I guess, you know, I've been around since the start. So... <laughs> 
spent a lot of time there, uh, Joe. What went through your mind as the attention went from the league to what you've contributed? Well, just sort of really surprised. And, you know, I was, uh, there was a lot of, all the friends were there. And I just, just warmth and feeling of love, I guess. Mm-hmm. Take us back to the very beginning with uh, the FMBA and what got you involved in the first place? What made you want to get this thing off the ground? Well, what happened, Joe, is I was umpiring in a league out of Calgary there called the Rocky View League. Mm-hmm. And it was a uh, about an eight-team league with Drumheller, Bicycler, uh, Irikana, Acme. And I was up in the finals, and there was a team called the Cardinals, and uh, they won it. And after, they said, let's have a beer. And they said, well, you know, Glenn, they're trying to start a league in Calgary. Would you like to coach us? And I said, not a chance. I I love umpiring and stuff. Uh, A guy by the name of Roy Huco spent one uh, winter uh, in my basement convincing me that I should coach. So I did. And uh, that was about in April, and then uh, a guy by the name of Ron McCarty phoned me and said, Glenn, we're having a meeting, we're going to start this league. And that's how it started. Why baseball for you right off the bat? I mean, this is, we've always talked about how uh, the, this province seems to be very hockey and football-centric, and yet here you are umpiring in the beginning of baseball. Well, I grew up in a small town called Coronation, Alberta, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, I wasn't a very good hockey player, and there was only so many guys in our town that played sports, so I took up basketball and baseball, and I stuck with it. So 40 years now with FMBA, any personal highlights for you over the years? Yeah, just, you know, I started off with a group of guys, and I took them... Uh, in their mid-40s, early 50s, we won uh, about four or five, uh, over 35 provincials. We won uh, 85 senior AA provincials, uh, won the league about seven or eight times, and then we won the uh, plus 35 uh, in Phoenix, Arizona, uh, first Canadian team to win it. And that's basically it all, and then the rest, just all the friends, and and not only my team, like all the, all the guys that play in that league are super guys. Mm-hmm. What keeps you coming back year after year? I just enjoy the game, and uh, I uh, I love the guys on the team, and all the guys in the league, and I just I've uh, I've passed the torch now, and my team in the league, and there's guys in place that that I feel will carry it on. But I enjoy coming out. You know, I just enjoy the game, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, you play, you come out maybe 22 times and you play ball and, it, you know, it's just great. <laughs> it sounds to me you know? like the community is what has meant the most to you over the years. No question. No question. There's no better guys than than the baseball players that I'm associated with. They're uh, super guys. I mean, we're competitive, but after the game or, uh, uh, you know, you can talk to a guy. If you need help, they're there. It's, it's, a, it's hard to explain, you know? Absolutely. Final question for you here, Glenn. 
as you cross that field again, you drive by it and you see your family name there on the signage. What does that mean to you? What do you think of when you see that? Well, pride. I'm pride in, in what uh, our league has accomplished, and I'm very proud that they uh, picked me. And uh, just, uh, you know, I, uh, it's really hard to put in words, you know, Joe, but I, I just pride, you know. Well, you should be very proud of all that you've accomplished. And uh, thank you so much for sharing your story, and thank you so much for joining us on the podcast, Glenn. You bet. Thank you, Joe. Again, a big congratulations to both Curtis and Glenn for the honors, and thanks to them both for all of their dedication and contributions to the game in our province. We love sharing stories like this, and so if you know of anyone deserving some attention for the work they do in the game, make sure to drop us a line on any of our social media platforms, or you can email albertadugoutstories at gmail.com. Thanks again to all of you for downloading and listening to the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. And if the platform allows, drop us a rating and review. Until next time, thanks again for all of your support of Alberta Dugout Stories.